So this afternoon, um, we'd like to continue the exploration of, of um, the Brahma Viharas. Um, these qualities of, of heart that uh, we started exploring yesterday with the metta practice. And um, I really loved what, what Jenny said um, towards the end yesterday about seeing them as very much for interconnected qualities and so at any time we can um, kind of tune in to, to different aspects and so to really see it that way we're kind of exploring four aspects of, of the heart of the of the heart mind of the being that are accessible to us and we can kind of lean in to any of them when it feels useful and so equally um, if one of them feels like it really is meeting you, then you can really stay with that. So, you know, if the meta practice yesterday felt really appropriate, then you can stay with that. Or if the practice I'm gonna offer today or any of them, even though we'll be offering the four through the days, you can feel free to, to stay with, with, with what feels useful to you. So today I'd like to um, introduce the, the practice of, of Karuna, uh, which is the second Brahma Vihara. Um, and it's usually translated as compassion. Um, the literal translation is um, the, the, the quivering or the trembling of the heart in response to suffering. I, I personally really love that. You know, that, that sensitivity that we have, that being touched when we are in the presence of suffering, whether that's our own suffering or someone else's. And just that capacity that, that we have. And when we reflect, you know, we may not think of ourselves as a particular, particularly compassionate person, but when we reflect on what actually happens in us when we allow that, you know, to come to that bare experience of, of being touched, of just that resonance in the heart. And so, kind of the first step in this practice is, is often to um, actually recognize, acknowledge, make space for, for the painful you know, for, for the fact that there is pain, that there is suffering. Um, as Jenny was, was speaking so beautifully yesterday evening, you know, that aspect of, of the human experience, that pain and suffering exist. And that is true, you know, in this world of ours at any given moment, you know, for ourselves or someone else. That is going on and that's, it can sometimes feel like a, quite a big ask, you know, for us to, to open to that. And at the same time, and just an invitation to explore this for yourself, there can also be um, a sense of release when we actually acknowledge that when we come to terms with that, when we kind of let go of our struggle, 
with that and a sense of um, connection, you know. Just remembered that um, this one, I can't remember which one, very famous um, Thai meditation master, maybe when I say the quote, maybe you'll know who it is, who apparently used to start his, his Dharma talks by saying, um, you know, greetings and welcome, my brothers and sisters in, age, in old age, sickness and death. You know, hmm? Buddha Dasa, yeah, Ajahn Buddha Dasa. So, a reminder, you know, of that, of that shared experience that we will have. You know, that that is our reality. Uh, impermanence in that that shows itself in that way, and and the dukkha that is inevitable in it. And it's it's important to remember with this that um, you know when we open to the presence of, of suffering, of dukkha, um, to remember that it's, you know, it's not that it means that all of life is just suffering or just pain. And sometimes, remember my beloved mother saying to me one time when we were driving in the car, which is where we spend a lot of time together somehow, driving from here to there, she said to me, you know, I really, I really you know, like I like Buddhism, I like the teachings and stuff, but, you know, they, the only problem I have is that, you know, why, why do they say that life is suffering? And that's not, that's not the message. It's not that life is suffering. It's that there is suffering in life. And when we can open to that, we actually can open more fully also to, to the beauty and the joy in life because we're spending less energy into resisting, and so we can be more open. So the first, op- the first step is to really just acknowledge and open, and it doesn't need to be you know, the, in the biggest way. You can just open to small things. And the second is kind of the, the relief of acknowledging that this is a shared thing. And this has to be done at our own pace, you know, so there's no, um, there's no fixed stages or fixed time frames on this. And it's really important that we do it at a pace that is appropriate for us, one step at a time. And what can really support us in this is this real remembering that we've been speaking about here over the days of impermanence, of change, of interconnectedness, of this flow of life that flows through us. And as we open in this way, as we reflect in this way, as we kind of nourish that willingness in us, we can come back also, we can meet a very um, 
innate kind of part in us, which is that part that um, wishes for the end of suffering. Yeah, wishes for the end of, of suffering for ourselves and for others. It's a very, very beautiful part, and it can be interesting to begin to explore that. You know, what can be the, the difference in the relationship between that wish for the end of suffering and that habit of resisting suffering? You know, they might, they might seem, are they the same? Are they different? In what way? So starting to, to explore that a little bit, or a lot, according to what feels right for you. So this ability that we have to, to feel, you know, for the heart to quiver, for the heart to be touched in the face of the suffering of ourselves or another, and really open, open our heart even more. And can really awaken us to that feeling of connection again. You know, just like I wish to be free of suffering, so does every other living creature on the planet. And it's really important with all these practices, and sometimes with compassion it can be even more tricky, that you know, we don't need to force a certain feeling. You know, not forcing. Letting go of an idea that we may have of what it means to be compassionate. Just staying with that opening to that ability to feel, staying with that sensitivity that we have. And cultivating also the trust that this is something that we can cultivate in us. So cultivating the trust in our possibility to cultivate, to grow this quality that is in us, but through practice and through intention, it can grow. And of course, you know, spiritual traditions have been saying this for thousands of years, and now the scientists are proving it scientifically, which is uh, interesting. Um, it's an interesting time that we live in in that way. So there's a lot of um, a lot of research happening about compassion. I think one of the one of the um, research papers I've, I've read recently uh, showed that just two weeks in two weeks um, of taking people who'd never meditated before and them doing I think about twenty minutes of these practices that we've, we're doing here, um, they noticed a, huge, a shift both in the, in the areas in the brain that are um, associated with compassion, um, just how activated they were. 
and then also um, in in the response that people had. So they, um, you know, they I can't remember what the experiment was, but they actually created a a, a scenario that as they were leaving um, the the place where the their brain activity was being measured, they came across a situation where um, they could or couldn't help somebody. And the people who had been practicing for these two weeks, for 20 minutes a day, showed an increase um, of empathy and compassion and, and action. So I find that, you know, it's kind of despite having been practicing for years and, and feeling the benefits for myself, when I read these kind of things, I always go, yeah, you know. And, um, and it's really beautiful to just see, you know, that you could take just a random group of people who've never meditated before and that this can be cultivated in this way, in a very simple way. So coming back to the emphasis of these practices, all the practices that we are doing here actually, as really creating a container for what arises. You know, so everything is okay. You know, even if we're feeling resistance, even if we're finding that our heart, as we do this practice, it feels like my heart is actually getting more tight and more closed. Can we make a container for that? Can we create space for that? Can we allow that? You know, that's practicing compassion. That's practicing kindness towards ourselves and wisdom. So the, the practice itself is, is similar to, to the metta practice. Um, we'll be using phrases. And, um, and I'll guide through it um, with a real invitation to also really use these practices as a way of tuning in to what works for you. So we'll be offering the practices mostly through phrases here, and that's kind of the traditional way. But feel free to experiment. You know, so you can use your own phrases. Obviously, you can use a different language if that's um, your language. You can use just words. Um, for some people, what works better is an image or a felt sense. You know, so if whatever goodwill feels like to you or warmth or care, if you're doing the meta practice, maybe compassion has a certain vibe, a certain frequency, a certain energy to it, so you can use that. And sometimes a sense of a quality of light. You know, that's just coming into the body. There can be lots of variations, and I know some of them may sound, you know, new agey, or and it might not be your cup of tea, um, and that's fine if it's not. You know, so just really finding what works for you to to do that. Um, sometimes an image of somebody that represents this quality for you, and feeling that flow of the goodwill or of the compassion from that person to you. And you might be surprised, 
you know, if you look who that, who might be representing that for you. So, so that can also work. And, and yeah, really important to be in tune with what is, um, what nourishes the practice for you in that way. Yeah, so we'll be using the um yeah, we'll be using phrases and we'll be we'll be also using different beings um to whom towards whom we'll be directing the compassion. And um I'll guide you through it, so that's probably enough of an introduction. So let's begin by taking our, our seat, our posture. And taking a few moments to settle into your posture. Gently bringing the awareness into the body. Grounding in the contact of the body with the earth, with the seat. Taking a few moments to really ground in the awareness of the body. Just feeling the presence, steadiness of the body. The softness and the fluidity of the breath.
And then bringing someone to mind who we deeply care about. Someone who we naturally feel a sense of connection. and care for. Someone who we know is going through some period of challenge right now. It doesn't have to be a huge challenge. Just be whatever is arising in relation to this person. Something that is causing them some degree of distress or unhappiness or difficulty. Just gently, tenderly holding this person or being, it can also be an animal. Holding them in our awareness. You can feel what works best for you. For some of us, it can be holding them in our heart area. Be just having a visual image of this person or being. It can be just a felt sense. And gently beginning to direct a flow of compassion towards them. I'll be offering some phrases, but you can also use your own. Or an image or a felt sense, whatever works for you. May you be free from this pain and sorrow. May you be supported and nourished through this time of difficulty. May you find healing and peace.
May you be free from pain and sorrow. May you be supported and nourished in this time of difficulty. May you find peace and healing. May you be free from pain and sorrow. May you be supported and nourished in this time of difficulty. May you find peace and healing. So also finding your own rhythm and pace. For the practice.
May you be free of this pain and sorrow. May you be supported and nourished in this time of difficulty. May you find peace and healing. Gently letting go of this person or being. And directing the flow of compassion towards yourself as much as possible if it feels too difficult and stay with the easy person or being. May I be free of pain and sorrow. May I be supported and nourished in this time of difficulty. May I find peace and healing. So continuing at your own rhythm Remembering that if at any point there's a sense of overwhelm, of resistance, you can come back to body awareness, to the breath, to the metta practice. Working sensitively and gently. May I be free from pain and sorrow.
May I be supported and nourished in this time of difficulty. May I find peace and healing May I be free of pain and sorrow. May I be supported and nourished in this time of difficulty. May I find peace and healing. Now gently expanding your awareness to the people sitting near you. on either side of you, in front of you, behind you. Knowing that we all know suffering and pain, that we all wish for happiness and well-being. So gently directing the flow of compassion to these others sitting, practicing here in the hall with you, immediately (coughs) next to you. May you be free 
of pain and sorrow. May you be supported and nourished in this time of difficulty. May you find peace and healing. May you be free of pain and sorrow. May you be supported and nourished in this time of difficulty. May you find peace and healing. You can, if you wish, expand the awareness to include all of us in this hall together. If you wish, opening to receive the compassion that is flowing to you from the others here, as well as sending out compassion. So giving and receiving as we practice here together. May we all be free from pain and sorrow. May we all be supported and nourished in times of difficulty. May we find peace and healing. May all beings everywhere be free from pain and sorrow. May all beings everywhere be supported and nourished in times of difficulty. May all beings everywhere find peace and healing.
So whatever has come up through the practice, see if that can also be held in that space of compassion, of goodwill, of care. And we'll be flowing into the uh, exercise for this afternoon.